Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the MBL News Podcast. I am obviously not Evan, but we've decided to change things up a bit this week. I'm Jackson, along with Aiden. How are you going, Aiden? Yeah, not bad, Jackson. How are you? I'm good. And Evan, who is not hosting today. Evan, how are you going? I'm good. I, you know what? I like this change. Something a little bit different for once. Um, handing over the hosting duties to you today. This just, is no indication of leaving. <laughs> no, no. no, <laughs> no there, there will be no changes. Bit of there a change no up. Changes. Um, but it could could continue oh, no. on. He's leaving if, us. He's doing his no, no, no. <laughs> We're gonna find nah, John could, Brown in. Could continue on if he uh, succeeds today. But you know, I've, I've given the hosting duties to to Jackson. So good luck, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think we should start with you, Evan, since you do support <laughs> Melbourne United. Uh, it's been a bit of a weird season for them because they haven't been, you know, not in finals contention for a very long time. And it does look like they may even miss the plane, which has been added this year. And um, they lost to Illawarra yesterday. We're recording this on Tuesday and um, by quite a big margin as well. So, uh, Evan, what are your thoughts on United at the moment? Uh, well, there's just no way going forward. I, I just, they can't do anything about it right now. They've made their import changes. You you can't sign any better locals on the market right now. Um, it's, it's, you know, you can't do much right now. And they couldn't do much at the start of the season. When you get guys like Jack White and Daly go to the NBA kind of last minute and, and JLA leaving. And obviously the major one was a next star in Hartporty going down and you lose depth at the big spot. It's, you know, it's hard to... Try and find yourselves, you know, get players to step on, step up into roles. I mean, Shaili as well, been out for most of the season. So it's hard for, for guys like Rath and Mays to step into roles. And we saw earlier with Caroline step into uh, a role that he's not really suited to. So it's just been all over the place for United. And it's just kind of a write-off now. You know, I just don't see them making finals. I think it's season over. If they can't beat a 1-10 Illawarra team and they're 5-10 right now, I just... Can't see them uh, getting many wins to finish off the season. Plus, they've got 13 games left. So it's 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 not looking good at all. But, you know, what can you do? It's just season right off, rebuild for next season. Um, but, yeah. Well, here's the thing with United's fixture. They don't have a whole lot of home games in that last yep. stretch because of the Australian Open taking place. Like, I think they have, they have one, game. one out of their last 10 or something, and that's the open air game. And no, 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 um, as in they've got one game next year, full stop. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting to see how they go. They obviously didn't only play Illawarra this week, they played Southeast Melbourne in the throwdown and they lost that 78 to 72. That was a and, disgusting um, game, <laughs> it was. And, um, and, and Aiden, how have you seen United so far this season? Well, I asked you guys last week, I said. They're going to struggle to win 10 games. They're, they're, like, they lost one they should have won yesterday against Illawarra. Um, like, they didn't look like themselves yesterday. They looked like they were just rocking up to, like, a training drill and expected an easy win. And then Illawarra took it to them, and Illawarra never looked going back. Saturday's game, from what I saw from most of the part, apart from the little Skafka that I'm not going to, you know, touch it into, but... Mm. Um, it seemed like a very domestic-like game. Like, it was back and forth. No one really played defense and a lot of turnovers, but they're in a world of pain right now. Um, I wouldn't sack Dean Vickerman, but they're... Yeah, nobody should sack Vickerman. He's a, what, two-time 
championship coach at United and he won I mean, what, one or two at New Zealand. put Shula as head coach for the rest of the season. Who knows and see how that goes. But um, Marcus Lee is a good player, but he just gets in foul trouble. He's just too handsy with his fouls. Hmm. Um, Obviously, but... they also didn't have um, Isaac Humphreys this week. He was yeah. out with COVID. And uh, Illy was obviously out. And did they also miss somebody else? Or am I no. making that up? No. no. Well, probably Hockey but we all knew that. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, bit on the brighter side, though, for United, Um, even though it's been a tough week, um, one of their star players hit a milestone in Chris Golding, hitting his 1,000th three-pointer. And um, he's the only current NBL player to be at that mark. The next best is Cam Glidden with 593. Jeez. I mean, that may be a bit... That's old hard. by a couple games, but um, I that's what I've found on Spatial Jam, and please use Spatial Jam; it's way better than the NBL website. And uh, Jeez, how did you get the NBL website here? Yeah. It's fair, no, it's, it's no, fair. it's a fair criticism. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not saying it's not. It's just the only player I can see getting to a thousand is if Cotton plays another what in years. <laughs> no, thing is, he's actually halfway there, and he's had like. 200 less games so maybe but that's the only guy that i can realistically I mean, a young see. player that never gets to the big time like not, not saying dj won't but like dj is like the only one that i would say is the john of yeah yeah is yeah. the only one that i would say would be in contention in talking marks but he's probably gonna get offers in europe sometime soon yeah so but yeah if we're not saying dj who, who do you think would? Is it somebody some, that some isn't even in the league at the yet? High school that we don't even know. Like like a Tristan Is it, is it or... somebody like an Alex Dukas that will come into the league next year or maybe no? um, I don't know. Maybe Sam Wardenberg. Maybe uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Just maybe a Nick Marshall. Just just maybe a DP that's got to end up playing NBL for the rest of their career, not be an NBA player, not be a European what player. Um. <laughs> But it's hard to find those players now. It's like a player yeah. that's just always NBL level. So I don't know. It's a tough one. Can we go back to Melbourne, by the way? Uh, yes. I just want to talk about Vickerman. Um, it's not bad, but at, at this point of the season, I think his rotations have been atrocious. I mean, you, you look at the Illawarra. Ray Sean Tucker was on fire. That's all I'm going to say. He, was... he starts off the game with eight or ten points. Five minutes in, and he brings him off. I don't think he was in foul trouble at all. I don't think he had two fouls. He was tired in talking box. I don't think he was that guess. Just why? Like he, a thirty-second quick break and he come back on. Yeah, his rotations this season have just just been all over the place. And to be honest, at this point of the season, um, you might as well just play triplet, play Aquera, um, play That's guys like that. That's someone that could make their, their one thousand mark. Triplet Lockie, can knock down threes. Yeah, Lockie Barker, mm-hmm. play those guys. Develop them into to guys next year that are going to be influential. Um, give them minutes. Give them 20 or so minutes now because there's no way you're going to win the championship with this team no matter what you do. It's 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 just impossible for them. And I think it's time um, to just develop these guys. It's kind of what Illawarra doing with Hickey and, and Madronia and that. Mm-hmm. Melbourne need to do that with Aquera. Yeah, um, you can even say Peatling. Um Macwatch, Malwatch, who else? They, who, who's their other DP? Um, Malief, Macha. Malief, Macha. Yeah, he's he's good. He's guys like that. Give give those guys minutes now because season's Just over. Watch. You've had so many injuries this season, yet 
you're giving minutes to to Brad Newley and David Barlow, who uh, to be honest should not be playing at the. Orders. I was just going to talk about Barlow. Do you think they're regretting signing 100%. him as a main roster instead of a injury 100%, replacement? 100%. And they should honestly, they should not be playing Newley and Barlow for the rest of the season now. I think just give these young guys minutes, and if if they start to get wins, then so be it. You know, because the current roster they have, no matter what they do. They're not going anywhere. It's it's simple and plain as that. So give these young guys minutes and, and develop them over time and stop giving Barlow newly 20-odd minutes when they get negative 20 on the court. You know, it's just not good basketball to watch. Their time's done. Give it to the young guys. What so, I just, I just lost, had the rant there for What have one in a row? They've lost five in a row. That's... Oh. Yeah, Would that be the first left. time in their... Fr- like, since they've changed from the Tigers... No, 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 they were, they were pretty bad you. with Dean. Do you what's his name? Diopolis. Diopolis. Yeah. They were yeah. atrocious with him. So that's not a trifle. Yeah. So um, moving on to another up and down team in the Perth Wildcats, and I'll just say, as a Wildcats fan, going into this week, I would have taken a one and one result. However, I did not expect it to be. Losing to Brisbane yet beating New Zealand, mm. and uh, the game against Brisbane was a mess, and uh, that should have never gone into overtime in the first place. And Brisbane blew them out of the water in overtime. And uh, I'll, I'll ask you, Aiden. Um, we'll, we'll just focus on that Brisbane game first off. Um, what what did you think of it? Brisbane played with pace. Perth had yep. nothing to count. Like Brisbane was just playing. They were fast. Um, they seemed very energetic. Like they like, seemed like a domestic team, ready to just shoot around and get shots. And like, like I said with United against Laura, I think Perth expected to win easy and just didn't. Oh, I wouldn't say care, but you know, thought you know they'll, they'll get their shots and they'll come back and win. But um, credit to Brisbane, you know, their, their starting five was very laughable when it came out. It was, I think. What Gak, uh, Krebs, Bark, Sophie, and Kiddie. Yeah. If you if you told me that as a soldier with a team with Bates, I would have laughed your head off and be like, that's a team that should not beat Perth or let alone win a game. With not even a real head coach as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, McKinnon, we forget. I, I forgot about this, but McKinnon did assistant coach a few years ago back with Andre Lamarnes. Yeah. So it's not like now, now, now that I think about it, he, it's not like he doesn't have the experience. It's just, it's just he, he was thrusted into this position. Yeah. And he hasn't, um, like he's been a GM the whole time. Um, the game yeah. against Perth, look, the commentators need to like choose their wording a lot better because giving people burgers is just, just that's, that's all I said. Everyone knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. But that, that, that sentence out there was horrendous. But they, are we talking about, we're talking about Perth's army. Yeah, they looked, they looked really out of it. Like to, to Sean Thomas, I don't know. I'm not sold on him still. He's mm. too up and down. Like he's Keith Benson like in terms of his ceiling is really high, but his his floor is really bad. Like I don't know. Yeah, he's in a bit of a hole. Evan, your thoughts on Perth this week? Man, Corey Webster. Let's talk about Corey yeah. Webster. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll mention the post first. So the New Zealand Breakers, I want to say the day before Perth played New Zealand in New Zealand, 
uh, they made a social media post. And was that billboard also legit? I think like, it was. Was that an actual billboard? Right. It like it. Didn't. So New Zealand Breakers put out a billboard and then they made a social media post about it with um, Corey Webster's face equaling a cat emoji. And I don't think you really need to think about <laughs> it that much to what it means. And um, players reacted. The players wasn't reacted. Happy. I, Vodonovic, Tom Vodonovic yeah. wasn't happy. A lot of New Zealand Breakers players that have played with Webster weren't happy. And obviously Webster himself wasn't happy. Then he drops 26, 5, 4, and 3 steals against the Breakers hey. in his first game in red in New Zealand. Hey, and uh, never what a sight it was. Never perked the bear, yep. Corey Webster. And look, it's funny how it was his best game of the season and probably his only good game so far this season. He's had um, some good games off the bench, but nothing to that level. No. And uh, maybe more teams should do it. Maybe Perth should get more teams to, to post that kind of stuff each week to, to try and motivate him. Because um, <laughs> he needs to do this on a consistent basis. Perth won that game solely because of Webster going off 26 points. He was unreal, easily the best player on the court. And that's what um, Danny Mills, that's what John really thought he was going to come in and do, come off the bench. And they thought he would have that sort of impact. Uh, as we've seen in the past, like he's one of the greatest uh, New Zealand basketball players ever. There's no doubt about it. And probably the greatest shooter, uh, probably close with Kirk, Kirk Penny, but he's one of the greatest shooters from New Zealand too. So you got to, if Perth's got to win games from here on, here on out, they've they got to get him on a consistent basis, having that performance. And I know he can do it. Um, but whether that, they, they changed that starting lineup against New Zealand, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they three changes. Cotton, Webster, Travis, Travis Manic, and Thomas. Now, that's a starting five. They should have done way earlier in the year, but it took them time. They finally did it, and they get a win. So hopefully John really rolls this lineup now more often because Cotton and Webster is an unreal backcourt. Um, and, and just give more opportunities to Travis and Manic. Let Manic just keep shooting that three ball. Um, and I, I think there's still a chance for Perth. I think there is. Yeah. But you've got to say... That's the rotation now. Lock it in for the rest of the year and just stay on a consistent base and consistent minutes, et cetera, because throughout the season, it's just been all over the place. You've got to lock in a certain rotation and just be permanent with, with that for the rest of the season. That's how that's how it should go. Uh, did any of you see um, Mayor's press conference after the game? Kind of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, he was really, um, he spoke really well about the whole social media thing. And yeah. um and I'm not going to talk about it, but if you do have the time, go and watch it. Same with Webster's response to it. Yeah. And um it was really good to watch. Professional. So if you have the time, please do watch it. And um yeah, Matt, with Manic, um he shot really well. I think he only missed like two or three threes in that game. He had 18 points and Cotton, even though he wasn't up to his usual standard scoring-wise, he still had like seven assists, which is crazy for a guy that scores that much. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so uh, I guess we'll we'll move away from Perth now. We're a bit too Perth and Melbourne-centric, I think, this podcast. So um, <laughs> I, let, let's move over to um, Tassie. Let's talk about Tassie. And, um, and I've got a stat right here because... When Milton Doyle was brought in, and he dropped 30 points on the weekend, when Milton Doyle was brought in, people were saying there's no way he can be close to what Adams was. 
And I've got some stats here that prove um, to differ that. So Doyle is averaging 17, 5.7 rebounds, three assists and one steal. Adams averaged 17.5 points, 3.3 assists, two rebounds and one steal. So Doyle is basically, if not breaking even with him, he's, you know, doing much better than he was in any of those stats. And um, and Aiden, I'll ask this. Uh, do you think Tazzy are better than Southeast Melbourne at the moment? No, I don't equal. Tazzy looked really rusty against Brisbane. Like, I mean, Tazzy looked like Southeast against New Zealand, against Brisbane for a bit, most of the game. Um, they're both even pe- pegging with Adelaide at the moment. They're all in that same contending tier. Um, you know what? It'd be great to see them both actually play against each other on FT who he would get chocolates because when they played their first game at John Kane, Tassie and Southeast both were missing a few handy plays with both their teams. So and I think Southeast just won that one, but it's gonna I don't know. What do you guys think? I reckon it's even right now. Who's better between Tassie and Southeast Melbourne? Yeah, I don't flip a coin. <laughs> well, Southeast Melbourne's performance against New Zealand wasn't very good and to be honest, I haven't been fond of their bench depth as much as Tazzy. I asked that to Simon Mitchell. I said thoughts on, on the bench production and bench points. Um, as we you, saw you against plus minus. As we saw against New Zealand, it was sixteen to sixty two. They got do- demolished there. And then against Melbourne, they still won, but they ended up scoring three bench points against twenty and they still won that game. So if if they can somehow get their bench, even though he answered the question saying it's not all about points and you should see their other production on the floor, the way to defend and stuff, I still think they they need more production out of their bench and and maybe once Shochi yeah once Shochi comes back, um maybe that number goes up. But I, I just think if you're, I know bench points is not a, a huge thing well, to, to thing determine a team, but like it's. I think they still need to get those numbers up if if they want to be better than Tazzy. I think it's pretty close at the moment, but I have Tazzy just in front. Yeah, I think the Kyle after the COVID thing, I reckon he's still getting his not full fitness, but like still getting somewhat fit again. So give it another week, I reckon. Jackson, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think they're pretty close. Like the ladder may say one thing about like what is out. I mean the la- the NBL ladder is a mess if you look at it on the website, but uh. I think Southeast Melbourne are above Tassie, I want to say. Like, I'm just guessing well, not by because a lot. I'm yeah, not even are. looking at the ladder. Because I think Southeast is fourth and Tassie like fifth. Yeah. So they're, they're very even. Like, and even though one team's above the other, it doesn't it really nothing. say much. It means nothing. nothing. Means nothing. Yeah. We saw the yesterday with the Hawks and United. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think. Tassie, if they can get all their guys back and fully fit, which is a big ask for them because they've been hit with a fair bit of injuries the past two seasons. If um, they can play like you did against Brisbane, that yeah. would be great. Yeah, definitely. And um, we'll move on to one last topic and then we'll move on to the hot takes and the rapid five. This week brought to you by Aiden instead of Evan. Um, that Simple question. Does Adelaide or Brisbane need to get imports like do they need to get imports 100%. or who should they get in 100 percent um well adelaide we, we were sending we we're um thinking of um last week do they need it we we're asking it do they really need to import but i think after this week 
that lost the Sydney. Sydney game. Yeah. Um, even though Drimmich and that is out, you still need a guy there to to be um a a ball handler and and just be uh, a shooter off the bench, I guess. And and that perfect guy is Ian Clark. But yeah, will he uh, come? It, 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 it was really. It's actually true. They do need a guy like Ian Clark. Um. Yeah. It, it's. I don't know. It's who do they get? Like it's it as I they said, get the import Joe market, for a cheap market. <laughs> yeah, look, the import market is is just non-existent at the moment. As we saw, Hawks got Michael Fraser, and look, he has been good. But yeah, they've been great. If he's the best player on the import market to get, geez, you know it's it's pretty slim pickings at the moment. So that's why Brisbane and Adelaide are taking so long, and I don't think they're really close to anyone at the moment. But um. Adelaide need just a, a veteran type of guy. I said Jerome Randall in the past. I'd say stuff it and sign him. If you can't find anyone in the next two to in the next month, by the end of December, if you still can't find an import, stuff it. Shine, what sign it, Jerome Randall. As I've explained it before, why they should sign him. But no, no, no. It's before Christmas him. for me because the cutoff of the playoff games and qualifications. I think it's just them. Bris- so Brisbane, on the other hand. No, like they the need guys. a big name. Play, no, they don't need. No, no, I don't reckon they need import now. Play the young guys. Play Gak. Play Mitchell. Do you think season's over? No point getting over. No, get, don't get any import. Just the kids have played well. DJ's done well. I'm gonna get a fair job. Gak looked phenomenal against Tassie. Mm. Just play the kids. Like if, when Cody gets fit, play Statman. Just play the kids. They're, they're, they're looking. They're looking. But Adelaide should definitely get one. No, Adelaide, if they want to make finals, well, if they want to contend in finals, I'm going to say they're not going to make They it. need someone else. Yep. They need someone else, yeah. I'm going to say they don't need one, and this is my hot take. Yeah. They we're should sign. I'm moving on to hot takes okay, now right, because right, it, it links fine. into this. Okay, cool. <laughs> and my hot take is they should sign Marshall Nelson. I don't know. I watched him play, and he's he is a, a jet. Yeah, he's he is a guard. He's a, he's a one-two yeah, combo. Absolute bucket. True. Play for but... Rockingham. Look at his highlights. He's yes. an absolute no, bucket. No, he's yes. a bucket. Yeah, but... right. But we've seen with guys like Lockie Barker, guys can dominate the NBL one level. Devondrick Walker as well, who Brisbane has just released. You can dominate the NBL one level, but you it might not translate to the NBL. I think people still forget how big of a jump it is from the NBL one to the NBL. I mean, Lockie Barker, he, what is, he was averaging 25 odd points in the NBL one South, which is arguably the best conference. But to be fair, um, Devondrick Walker, firing though. Like if Melvin United were firing, Barker would have more assistance. Devon, but Devondrick mm-hmm. Walker averaging, what are the average near 30 odd in the NBL one West yet? He could yeah. not get going in the NBL. So I, I just don't think NBL one, performance translate as much especially if you're a younger guy and you're putting up some really solid numbers then then sure i definitely sign him as a dp or, or a guy for the future but if you're say a, a 28 year old a, a guy that's in his prime and you're averaging over 20 points you're not necessarily especially guys like barker and nelson who people think should be nba on nba rosters tad dulfemeyer as well they're just the jump between those two competitions is is quite large and they're not Really ready for the NBA, in my opinion. All right, Evan, your hot take. My hot take, God. Look, I couldn't think of one, right? So I've I've gone with something that I don't know if I really believe it, but I'm gonna have to. I'm I'm. You know what? I'm gonna say, it. Sam Froling 
is more likely to be in the NBA next season rather than Xavier Cooks. Oh, right. Jeez. And it's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do some explanation, please. <laughs> right. please so explain. I doubt anyone in the world agrees with me here, but um, it's as simple as age, right? The NBA, it's, it's all about, younger guys you look you look at the nba right now you have guys like jack white in there they, they always bring younger guys rather than say the better player in the nba like right freaky now. you know you, yeah um you're bringing in a younger guy now rather than older guys in the nba you're not bringing in a bryce cotton instead of a jack white or you know the reason jack white got a two-way deal instead of you know, you could say Xavier Cooks was better than Jack White last season, right? I think we can all agree on that, right? He was finals MVP. Yet, guess who's in the NBA? Jack White on a two-way deal. Why is that? He's younger. So Also then- because Cooks decided to play NZNBL instead of Summer League, which looking back is a bit yeah. of a dumb decision. And Xavier Cooks is 28, 29 now. Yeah. No one, the NBA doesn't really look for that. And and Xavier Cooks as well. He's, he's, he's good, but he's... Game wouldn't necessarily translate as well to the NBA. Like he doesn't have a three-point shot, um, a really good three-point shot. He's developing it, but it's not good enough to be a rotation player in the NBA. Um, his his free throws are, are not that good either. And Sam Froling's six years younger. He's a, he's a big guy, seven foot, mobile. As we saw, he can shoot just as good as Xavier Cooks. Um, I think NBA teams are more likely to to sign a 22-year-old Sam Froling rather than a 29-year-old Xavier Cooks. I think that's 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 my explanation, pretty much, if that makes sense. Yep. Okay. Aiden? Yeah, I need to wait till we'll be back in the NBA next season. Heard it here first. That's all I'm going to say. How many years is on his contract? Is it like two or three in Europe? I thought it was one because it's a new team. No, it's I thought he one signed... year deals. No, no. He changed teams, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I know he changed teams, changed. but I thought he signed like a two-year deal. No, no, I think the original one. That he yeah, was, that was last year's. The first year deal. Um, Spain, Basconia. No, but then he signed with um Albert. Albert Berlin, sure. yeah, that wasn't a multi-year deal. Right. Yeah, and he's not really getting minutes in there as well. He's getting crap time in there. Would you say it's possible we see him this season? No, I don't want to know. No, no. 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 That, that, that isn't. That's not. That's, that's no. He'll he'll be back next season for New Zealand. Maybe not Southeast. Who knows? Um, quick five. Who's ready? What is it? Are. are you ready? Yes. Is this Sydney Kings side better than last season? This you know. Season. No. No, no chance. No, I don't know. Because, well... Are, are we saying the Sydney Kings side with yeah. Ian Clark or the Sydney Kings side with um, Hunter? <laughs> Ian Clark. Okay, yeah, no chance. <laughs> no, 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 Who knows? They might surprise us. Um, does Milton Doyle deserve a spot on all NBA first team? Well, I want to go first with this, even though it's my, my segment. Um, <laughs> I, I, I did, I, no, 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 no. I did say in the in the predictions that Milton Doyle will be my first team. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, continue. Um, does Milton Doyle deserve a spot in the All NBA First Team? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You not can yet. say I'm saying second team, but not yet for first team. 
No, he's not at that point yet. Evan, I'm going to add one more question. It's not quick five. It's quick six, actually. Just, will, <laughs> will Barry Brown be the first, the, the first, uh, or NBL first team, even though coming off the bench? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. First all NBL player to be on the bench, the bench. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see well, we'll have to do some deep diving into that stat, but um, yes. That's, that's what I mean. It's a, it's I think he would one. be. I think yeah. it wouldn't be many players that have done that. That's what I was saying. That's what that's why I passed it because I was like, "This yep. Doyle one's linked up well." Um, do perfectly to make a change to Sean Talents. Yep, I think they do, and it has to be right now. <laughs> yeah, we know something. <laughs> yeah, I I see that face. I, I see I see I see the Liam Lewis work. He's like kick his mark out and just you know. Yeah, uh, he's gonna. Well, Evan, we you want to... you want to say something, champ? No, 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 no. <laughs> He's, he's, he, I reckon he's already got the post made. He's just like, no, oh, no. Yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, Perth fans, watch including myself, watch this space. Hey, check the social medias um, anyway. Yeah. We'll see another. Uh, will we see another player reach 1,000 frees in the NBL? Like, I know we kind of touched on it. Yeah. Like, not within mm. the next five years, but yes. No. no. Not, maybe not in our lifetime, but like in the future. <laughs> um. Uh, no. Not Look, soon. Not I soon. Know, I don't know why you ice this one, but you put this on the run down. But should United bring back Rodney Shane Tucker next season? No. Nah. nah. I, I'm, I'm still going to say no, but he should stay around and go to another team. Yeah, I could see him on another NBL team. Could work. Right team. Uh, Evan, you're back in hosting duties for the tips. <laughs> for the tips. For the predictions. <laughs> for the tips. For the predictions. All right. Yeah. Everyone's doing their own bit of hosting this week. It's good. Well, Some yeah, different. I apologize for my rapid five and six. It was more like rapid slow six. mo, slow, slow mo six. Slow, there you go. There you the go. Slow mo six. The slow mo. I six. don't think it's got to catch on. No, it's not going to catch on. It's, 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 it's guys. It's a one, one off. It's a. It's a. It's All a right. Two. Predictions for this week, Thursday. Oh, wait, before you slow mo six on the sixth of December. Oh. Sorry. No. Anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> It's not happening again, then, if it's not, <laughs> it's not happening again. Yeah. Um, predictions. Here we go. Thursday, New Zealand, Sydney in New Zealand. Game of the round, for sure. Game of the round. Uh, Sydney. New Zealand. I'm going to go... Umpires. New Zealand. New Zealand. Going to win at home. Uh, Phoenix and Illawarra in Melbourne as well. Look. Phoenix by 10. Phoenix. Phoenix. Look, we just gave him a kiss of death. Yeah, no, Friday, Adelaide v. Perth in Adelaide. Perth. Adelaide. Adelaide. Uh, Saturday, we've got Cairns and Illawarra in Cairns. Cairns, bigly. 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 Okay. No, bigly. I don't think that's a, that's a word. <laughs> that's not a word, but... <laughs> anyway. I don't care. It's a word now. I'm going to go for Urban I'm Dictionary. Going, I'm going... I'm going... Uh, I'm going to upset around this week. Cork's going to win. Wow, upset. Melbourne, Brisbane. Oh, God, that's good. Did you tip Hawks Cairns? Did you say anything? No, I said Cairns. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. Um, uh, Melbourne, flip a coin. <laughs> Melbourne, Brisbane. This will be the worst game of the round in my uh, opinion. I don't know if you're going to be at that game. Probably not. But uh, right. no. Melbourne, and and rightly so, it's not going to be worth watching. Um, Melbourne, <laughs> Brisbane in Melbourne. I'm going... I'm going Brisbane. No winners will win here. No, I'm just I'm so harsh on this. I'm going Brisbane. I thought what Gak did last game. I reckon he's no, going Melbourne. To Melbourne will win. They weren't Melbourne don't win at home. They're like two and six at home. Basketball will lose this game. 
Yeah, don't watch this game. If I recommend not watching an NBL game this season, it's that one. Um, well, Sunday, Southeast Melbourne and Adelaide. Actually, did what did you guys say? You both said Melbourne. I said Brisbane. Oh, I'm going Melbourne. Yeah, Brisbane have Baines back. That's the only kind of reason why I have that. But Sunday, Phoenix first Adelaide in Melbourne. That's the good game. Get your get your ass down to those games. Um, <laughs> I said Adelaide. Oh, if Joe Cheese back Phoenix, he's not. I'm gonna go Adelaide just. Yeah, Adelaide. Uh, Sydney, Tassie in Sydney. Grand final rematch. Oh, yes. Is that the first grand final rematch? Or have they played already? I don't know. I think they, this is the first. I may be wrong. The first. Well, oh, I'm going to go Tassie. Um, yeah, I'm going Sydney. Uh, yeah, I'm going Tassie. Tassie? All right. Uh, ooh, Perth, Melbourne on Monday night in Perth. It's Perth. Oh, my yeah. mum played well in Perth. Oh, Perth. Hey, you remember last time Melbourne did beat Perth in Perth? They yeah, beat them twice. They that was a pretty good game as well. Row, to be I think. I'm going uh, Melbourne. You going? Oh, he's going to the, the the trickery. He's going Melbourne, but he knows. I'm going to go well. Melbourne as well. I'm I'm going to say they win both games this week. And even though I say, I've said earlier. Can I, can I, can I make a quick suggestion to NBL? What? Okay, they've got so Melbourne United and Phoenix play next week. I know we're not good. But they've played four throwdowns before Phoenix have played Sydney. Like, what are they doing with the fixture? I yeah. don't know. How, how does this work? I don't how know. Do you, how how do you play four throwdowns before you play the Randy Brinkley? I, I just don't know how it works. Anyway, um, you want to you finish us off, Jackson? I, I will finish us off, and I will say this. Uh, next Wonder. time we record this podcast, I will be in lovely, sunny, hopefully sunny, um, Western Australia. And I'm, looking, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm looking to go to the Perth-New Zealand game on the 16th, I believe. As a media so, or as uh, a viewer? Either. I'm trying to get in as media. Get, get in as media. Don't buy a ticket. Yeah, I, I'm Don't trying to. Don't give money to Haji. And, I mean, sorry, Haji. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but if you do see me there, come and say hi. And, no, um, don't say hi. Just say John Brown. You'll get his attention. <laughs> no. Um, but I think that will do us for this week on the NBL News Podcast. Um, please... Like, subscribe, and yeah, <laughs> comment, and give us a five-star rating, and Let whatever else Jackson you want to do. Let us know actually should be our host from now on. Yeah, let's do, we're going to do a poll. We're going to have a poll. Who should be hosted? Put it up on Twitter, Evan. And uh, th- thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.